Welcome to the Soul Talks podcast, where we equip pastors, leaders, and other men and women in ministry to thrive with Jesus in their life and leadership. Now let's join Bill and Christy Galtier, doctors in psychology, spiritual directors, and founders of Soul Shepherding. Hello, friends. Let's have a Soul Talk. It's been so fun as we've interacted with many of you, whether in our Soul Shepherding Institute retreats or as we've been speaking in different churches, or as you've responded to our devotional emails. We always love hearing from you, and in particular, it's been encouraging hearing how many of you have pre-ordered our upcoming new book, Healthy Feelings, Thriving Faith, Growing Emotionally and Spiritually Through the Enneagram. Others Thank of you, you for doing that. We're so grateful and excited, and as you do that, you're supporting Soul Shepherding. You're helping other people find us and join us in following Jesus together and growing in health and wholeness and holiness. And others of you have, have jumped into our new Enneagram and Emotions video course that uh, is like the uh, Soul Talks podcast on video as we introduce you to the uh, Healthy Feelings, Thriving Faith content with the uh, Four Hertz of anger, shame, anxiety, and sadness, and how those affect personality and relationships and faith. And then as we introduce you to the nine types and our particular approach to using the Enneagram as a tool for discipleship to Jesus and emotional and spiritual growth. It's really fun for Bill and I to be sharing our learning with you in this and to overflow something that's been so helpful to us. You know, as we've been talking about the Enneagram and teaching on it for a number of years now, about 15 years, we have heard uh, from some people occasionally say, what is the Enneagram safe for Christians? And you might have some friends that are asking this question or have concerns. And so this podcast, we want to address that. One of the things that might be helpful for you to know is Enneagram. If you look it up in the definition of Webster's Dictionary, you will find out Enneagram is just a geometric diagram with nine points. And that's what the symbol is. Some people have gotten fearful, felt like, oh, is that a new agey symbol or a satanic symbol? It's not. It's just a nine point diagram that shows each personality and how they are affected by other personalities and relate because we're relational human beings. And that's one of the things that we really appreciated about this theory. The Enneagram uh, is helping us understand the complexities of personality and the things about personality that are unconscious in us, including uh, sin uh, and pain and defense mechanisms for how we cope with the stress and sin in life. And so the Enneagram is helping us find words for that. And uh, we use it as a tool for uh, growing in our relationship with Jesus and our ability to be more loving like him. But a lot of people are, are not sure about it. And we understand because that was the case for us when we first saw and began hearing about it 30 years ago. Yeah. So some people be concerned because they've heard uh, somebody from another religion use it or someone that seemed like a new age teacher uh, or someone that just wasn't grounded in scripture and Gosh, in Soul Shepherding, everything we do, we uh, base it in uh, Christ-centeredness and the Word of God. And so anything else we use, any other tools like the Enneagram are always secondary to Jesus and His Word. Uh, but we have found through using it personally in our own lives and relationship and in our family and then with coaching clients and then through with students in our Soul Shepherding Institute, we have, it has proven to be very useful, very helpful. Uh, it meets the test of it works, and it the way we use it is integrated with 
Christ-centered psychology and spirituality. But some of the specific questions that people get tripped up on is they get concerned about like the history of the Enneagram. Uh, and if there is, there are some inputs into the history of the Enneagram, there are people from other religions or they are new age thinkers or people that are uh, psychologists, but they're not God-centered. And so then they think, well, maybe that corrupts the tool. Maybe the, the tool is not trustworthy. Well, and I think it's important to realize Enneagram is just a tool. It's a tool like the internet. And a lot of people from different religions, a lot of people that don't trust and submit to God use the internet and have developed the internet and spoken into what the internet is. Same with the softwares that we use or the devices we use. A lot of these have been developed by people that don't trust Jesus and don't listen to the Lord and don't uh, aren't submitted to Christ in their life. They follow they follow other religions, and yet all truth is God's truth. And God, in His grace, allows people that don't trust Him and listen to Him to discover His truth in in its various forms and even to contribute things that are good and that he he uses in great ways. Uh, so that's an important statement uh, you just made, Christy. All truth is God's truth. God is a source of truth uh, in religion, in science, in psychology, uh, in family, in auto mechanics, uh, in uh, everything, uh, in, in literature, morality, every subject we can think of. Whatever is true, whatever is real, comes from the Creator our God, uh, and the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And so the Bible itself is true and undergirds all truth as God's spoken word, but the Bible is not, for instance, a textbook on psychology or, or a textbook on personality. The Bible or is science. Not, the Bible is not trying to be all things in that sense. It's, it's providing us foundational information and knowledge about our life with God through Jesus and how to be a loving person. And so that is something that very much needs to impact how we understand people, relationships, psychology, the soul for sure. And that's where we're coming from in Soul Shepherding. But that doesn't mean that we couldn't learn anything about people and relationships and the soul and personality uh, from sources other than the Bible, as long as those sources are consistent with the truth, the foundational truth and values that we read in scripture. And as long as they are consistent with uh, a heart that wants to know and love and serve Jesus. And we're pretty earnest and sincere people, Bill, you and I. So we we really tested this theory. We tested it a lot against God's truth and his word. And we, we spent a lot of prayer before we really dived in to learn it. And then especially before we decided to say yes to our publisher's request that we share our knowledge through writing this book. And, uh, and many people in our ministry who've been asking us for the last decade, please, will you teach and write and do videos and, and share more of what you've learned and what's been helpful to you? Because they've, they've been able to see the fruit of it in our lives and they've experienced the fruit in their lives through the little we were sharing. Well, and you who are listening, you've come to trust the Soul Shepherding brand. I mean, many of you have been listening to our podcast for years or getting our devotionals for years. Others of you are newer to the community and uh, we're so glad to have you part of the community as well. But it is really important to us that everything that we teach is consistent with the person of Jesus and are leading into our, our discipleship to him as our Lord and Savior 
and that the truths that we teach have their foundation in the truths that God has revealed <laughs> in the Holy Bible. Yes, and I think that with any tool, there's a right use and there's a misuse. And a misuse of a tool like a hammer or the internet shouldn't keep us from a right use of that tool. And it's the same with the Negram. The Negram is a tool and there's a right use and there's a misuse. And the misuse shouldn't make us afraid to use it rightly and for God's glory. Yeah, when we see people misuse something like the Enneagram, then we, we may go to no use rather than, well, what would be the right way to use this tool? Uh, and another issue is, it's actually called the genetic fallacy. Uh, this is something that people in philosophy and uh, theology uh, learn, history learn that just because the sources of something might include a suspect source that's not credible or not uh, um, knowledgeable or godly or, or consistent with the Bible, just because there is input from someone or some group of people that's not good, that doesn't corrupt the whole tool necessarily. And that's really the case with the Enneagram. There's lots of input uh, from different religions and sources and cultures over many centuries but there are primary influences from, from Christian teachers going all the way back to the Desert Fathers and Mothers of the 3rd and 4th century, uh, and Christian therapists like us mm-hmm. who, are, who are using the tool. And so to throw away a tool because there is some inputs that we don't trust and respect, that, that's not necessary to do. We just want to be discerning. You and I certainly wouldn't say, yes, learn about the Enneagram from anybody that talks about it. Trust anybody that talks about it. That's not what we're saying. Well, maybe we even need to be the most careful about some of the Christian teachers, because sometimes even as Christian teachers, some people maybe are not actually being very overtly Jesus-centered or standing in biblical values. And so it's up to us, the user of the Enneagram, the listener of podcasts, the reader of blogs, the, the, the one who's taking in sermons and, and uh, materials for, for growth and for life and relationships. It's up to us to ask the question, is, is this consistent with what Jesus teaches? Mm-hmm. Is, is this helping me in my relationship with God? Is this helping me to become a more loving person? Is this consistent with the teachings and values of the Bible? That, that's on me as a reader, a listener, as a student. And so we've done that work in soul shepherding, and we do that with everything, every book that we study and read and every podcast we listen to, every teacher that we learn from, and we've been doing that uh, for years. And it's part of how we were trained in getting our doctorates in psychology. I've had a number of seminary classes along the way as well. And so I think that's just something for us each to take hold of that, okay, I'm a student of God's word. That's right. I, it, I want to be a discerning person, as John says in his epistle, First John, we want to test the spirits mm-hmm. to see if it's of God or if it's not of God. Discernment yes. is, is a responsibility that each of us have. And as scripture says, we want to work out our salvation with fear and trembling, that there, it is a serious thing for us to work through, but we're not alone in that. And that that's what we want to encourage is that it's easy to get freaked out, get fearful and shut some important source of knowledge and understanding down. And we, we would hate for our listeners to miss out on this tool that can be so helpful The bottom line that we bring out at the opening of our new book, Healthy Feelings, Thriving Faith, is, well, when it comes to the Enneagram or any source of wisdom, chew the meat and spit out the bones. That's right. 
And so we've done that. We there are over 250 endnotes in our book uh, from various sources that we have uh, learned about the Enneagram and Christian psychology. Uh, there are also, uh, I don't even know how many scripture references, probably about 400 scripture mm-hmm. references in addition to those uh, in, in the book. And so we're, we're very much uh, seeking to chew the meat and spit out the bones yes. and to be consistent with the Bible and everything that we uh, read and, and, and then therefore how we speak and teach the people like you. And to share the fruit out of the overflow, Bill, of what God's done in our life and relationship and ministry through this increased understanding. And that's what we want to talk about in our next talk. Yeah. So maybe wrapping up this conversation, let's just go to the words of Jesus, which is really the inspiration for uh, what Jesus talks about here is like why we're in this conversation now and why we do soul shepherding in the way we do it. He says in John eight, chapter 32, if you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And so the power of truth, of reality, most especially the truth of the person of Jesus, who uh, the Son of God from eternity past in the Trinity, who became a human being and lived a life on earth 2,000 years ago, a perfect and holy life, loving God and everyone and everything that he did, and was crucified for our sins and rose from the dead and then appeared to many people and ascended at the right hand of the Father. And he is living and breathing on this earth today in the person of the Holy Spirit. And inside us, those who are followers of Jesus and who love God with Jesus. And so Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Mm -hmm. And he communicates truth to us. And anything that is true or real will be consistent with the person and teachings of Jesus, with the the ways of Jesus, the spirit of Jesus, the attitude of Jesus. And so that's how we have sought to approach the Enneagram in order to really, for us, the Enneagram, as we'll be talking about in our next podcast, is a tool for cultivating our intimacy with Jesus and the emotional and spiritual health that comes from that relationship with Jesus, being, being his students, being his disciples, his followers, and, and learning to incorporate his person and his words into our life and into our work and into our relationships. So thank you, Jesus, how grateful we are to you for your wisdom, your guidance, your shepherding of our soul. And we thank you that you reveal your truth to us, Lord, that you're continuing to teach us and to grow us and to reveal to us more and more about the things in ourselves that get in the way of our trust for you and how you have been using the understanding from the Enneagram personality theory, even in Bill and my life to do that. And so we just dedicate to you this work and this ministry and ask that you would speak personally to each listener about this and that you would guide us and protect and bring about great glory to your name, Lord. Amen. If you want to learn more about is the Enneagram safe for Christians, then read our devotional email that we sent out uh, with this podcast on the same date. The same title, is Enneagram safe for Christians? And in it, we have a link to a video that will be very helpful to you, which is titled, Should Christians Use the Enneagram? Uh, That's by uh, Christian Tyler Zach. 
and uh, that will take you to a YouTube uh, video. He's done extensive research into the background and the sources of the Enneagram, and we found that to be very helpful. So just check the link in the show notes if you want to learn more about is the Enneagram safe for Christians. I'm excited to tell you about something you're really going to want. Soul Shepherding has developed an Enneagram and Emotions Assessment. It's for you and it's free. And you can take it right now by going to soulshepherding.org slash Enneagram. And there you will be able to answer the questions and get a report instantly that's going to be full of next steps and helps and further learning for you to grow in your likeness in Christ and bring greater glory to Him through your life. Thank you for joining us on the Soul Talks podcast. To find out more about growing in your life and leadership, subscribe to the podcast and visit us at soulshepherding.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram 